Yeah, yeah, yo. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk, where as always, shit's real, we talk about it. I'm your host for this evening, early evening, Pat Scopin, the New England representative. And as always, I got my man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Yo, what it do, LB, Lauderdale boss. So, uh, ah, damn. <laughs> so Awards, Shutterworth to God, Go Artist, RingGangRadio.com in the building. Yes, sir. Bringing in the house, bro. And always. And don't worry, bro. It happens to the best of us, bro. I mean, you do it so long, eventually it happens. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Saturday, yeah. We, we, we chilling. It's like, I'm fucking up my own name. <laughs> yeah, and as always, I got my other man with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself. What up? What up? You already know who this is. Your boy, King P. Bodega P. Bodega Boxing in the building. Ring Gang Radio. We the boxing Wu-Tang. And I'm Inspector Deck right now. About to bomb atomically on y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> now I need to sound the alarm or some shit. That nigga came raw with that intro, man. Bodega P, man. And you know he's above ground because he's talking so tough. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> so you know, kudos to him. He was taking the day off. You know to come. You know to come. You know come talk to us. You know what I'm saying? And we appreciate your service keeping the streets of New York. You know, clean and safe for us, bro. You know. Yeah, we waiting for the new rats to come in. The old rats been taken away. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh man so yeah basically you know you know we have our we're gonna recap um the past uh top rank cards um i guess i'll start with the one on tuesday the tuesday one i think was probably the more interesting one um it had you know it had basically it has an example of top rank matchmaking failure <laughs> Uh, of course, I am talking about where Andrew Maloney, uh, who, who has a twin, uh, which we'll talk about a little later, and you know Andrew Maloney has the regular version of the WBA Super Flyweight title. Of course, the real champion at the in that presentation uh, is Chocolatito. So, so basically, Maloney has to beat Josh Franco, who's from Golden Boy. Now, if you watch if you watch the Golden Boy Zone card, Josh Franco. You know, has had a little underrated trilogy with Oscar Negrete. Uh, three fights, three pretty somewhat brutal fights. You know, where he won yeah. one and there was draws in two. This, this ain't uh, your winky uh, Bronco McCart series here. Yeah. <laughs> so some real punishment was landed. You know, dished out real fades. Yeah, and then top of this too, Franco is, and this is a type of fight that honestly a fighter. This is this is one of the positive things where a fighter had this had had fight this early in their career, and it helps them. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but before we get into that particular fight, I mean, there was there were three other fights on there. Um, that, and, and you know, the top rank has had some issues with people either not making weight or people accidentally testing positive for COVID, you know, and they, you know, they, they get thrown off the card or whatever. Um, the only the other the other fight that I thought on paper might be interesting is Christopher Diaz, uh, who's one of their featherweight prospects. I mean, he's had you know he's had a couple of failed challenges. Uh, he he lost to Shakur Stevenson. And he lost to a Japanese fighter Uto in his other title challenge. So you know he was trying to get some, 
Uh, so he's trying, to, he's trying to get some momentum back facing Jason Sanchez. Now, I actually thought that fight would have actually been a bar burner. You know, I was thinking, okay, you got two suspect people. And Jason Sanchez is the guy that lost to Oscar Valdez um, in one of Oscar Valdez's, uh, probably his last real comeback fight uh, before he got in trouble again. Um, and, he didn't look, and, he, and he didn't look all that bad, but, you know, he, he did lose clearly. And, you know, it was his levels. Yeah, there were levels. You know, but um, so you so basically, this had to feel like you know this was a fight for both men that they needed to show and prove. And surprisingly, both of them came out and they boxed. You know, I got yes, that's the name of the game. You know, boxes box or whatever. I was got, I was expecting more for them. I don't know about you guys. Uh, LB, did you expect anything from this fight? Yeah, I mean, I expected a little more two-way action, but Diaz kind of really just controlled that shit. Yeah, and I don't think he took any chances. I was like, you know what? I learned from that Shakur fight, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm going to keep this jab in his face. I'm just going to keep out, I'm gonna keep outboxing him, and I'm going to let him try to he make it stuff. aggressively, though, because I felt like he kind of beat dude's ass a little bit, too. Like He did. And I don't feel like it was one of those... Scary outboxing lessons where you know, like, okay, I'm a <laughs> tag, give it. <laughs> like, he literally, like, all right, I'm gonna just you know, beat you up with the jab, and everything else is gonna come afterwards. And and that's what it was like, he outmoved them out, everything, and the combinations were there, plentiful. It's the type of performance you like to see if it's a one sided fight where somebody really boxing somebody like they give a damn, <clears throat> right. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I, he felt like he was basically he was motivated, like yes. he was around belted. Yeah, and then Jason Sanchez, like he he kind of faded down the stretch too. But I think he ate so many right, he ate so many jabs and clean right hands. It was just yeah. like he got demoralized. And people don't understand like a good jab will really beat you the fuck up. Where, like that shit just, and especially if you're running into it. Like this something about a jab, like just it's like George Foreman used to say how like if that hard jab hit you, it make your whole back stiffen up. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and God forbid that the fighter that has a jab that you know they have a jab that feels like a cross or something like that, then you're yeah. actually really in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So, so when it comes time to slip that right hand, it's like your back already stiffened up and shit. You ain't slipping shit at that point. Right, you're just like you, you don't try to eat jabs to, you know. <laughs> yeah, because remember, a jab is a punch. You know, everyone's like, everyone wants to, you know, you, you know, you, everyone say wants to downplay a jab, but a jab can, you know, a jab can knock you out too. It's not a rare. Jab hurts you, beats you up, cuts yeah. you. Yeah. You know, it's because you're in an era where people, people downplay the jab because motherfuckers don't put, don't make a lot of half of these motherfuckers don't put it to good use. Don't do it. Hey, don't it. <laughs> just what I was about to say. Like, exactly. You know, he's absolutely correct. Like I don't see. I don't think we see enough good jabs utilized in boxing. Mm-hmm. So when you do see a fighter that's not like an A-lister or an elite guy who's really using the jab and killing it, people just say, "What? This is boring. Change the channel." Yeah. <laughs> You know, and and then you get what you get. I mean, then you don't have a jab in your system. Then you're wondering why your ass is getting beat so bad. Why are you cut? You know, why? Yeah, why? It used to be like everybody, like the top 10 fighters in every division 
had a world class jab. Somehow that stopped happening, and you have maybe the top three fighters from each division have the best because, jab. Because now, because now people are like, hmm, they'd rather just use the jab as bait to set up everything else instead yeah. of just using it as an effective punch. It's that little picking. Uh, uh, jab where they're like <laughs> way jab. Yeah, just a flick. Yeah, the range finder jab. jab. Yeah, it's just right. like, which has that its was, place. If you want to see a real like, good jab, you got to look at the top pound for pound list. Like then it's like you're almost kind of guaranteed to see a good jab at that point, but it shouldn't even get to that point. Word. So yeah, shout out to Diaz. That was a great jab. A uh, real good improvement from the Shakur Stevenson fight. Like he could really make a case, you know, if he keep winning and looking good, that you know, keep talking his shit. Maybe we could revisit that fight in the future. Who knows? Facts. Really, yeah, that's that's pure facts. And then also, and also, there was another fight in this card, but it, I, I'm only highlighting it only because it was hilarious to me. It was the opener with the heavyweights. You had the, I mean, you had the the Mexican fighter. Who was like five seven, two hundred and ninety fucking pounds? You know? <laughs> yeah, against against the guy, against you know this white guy. Uh, I think his name was like Adam Stewart, and he was a former like football player who like lost like sixty pounds to, and he was finally got two hundred and thirty two pounds. He was like six six or some shit like that, six five, six six. And and this is where I always say like sometimes you know appearances are deceiving, man. Like. Sometimes you just know just because someone looks part doesn't mean they are the part. The the five foot seven, two hundred ninety five, two hundred ninety pound uh, Mexican fellow, like he was, um, he was heavier. Like I mean, he, they say he was like in the three hundreds or some shit like that. Damn. And, 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 he, and he was only boxing just so just to keep himself alive. Which, which, which sometimes it happens, man. And. You know, you think and he's like he has like the seven and three record. The the other guy is undefeated. He's like eight zero and one. And I saw and basically, you know, sometimes he, people are just big for nothing. And he let the small fighter bully him around. Like pretty much, he got in there. He showed the faster hands. He showed that he could actually slip a punch. And the Stewart couldn't do anything. Like he like he moved forward and he landed some shots here and there. But that's all he did is like. I was like, man, you're one that's like, man, what are they teaching them in these gyms? Like, like seriously, like you makes you wonder, bruh. Makes you wonder. Like you're sixty pounds lighter than you. Why are you let him outwork you? <laughs> you know, it was, I thought it was weird. And then of course, you know, he ended up losing. He because he won um, the 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 short and found fellow um won a decision. Um so yeah, I, I was like it's like, man, that was interesting to watch. You know, it's just like you know, like, like, whatever gym that guy came out came out of, you know, they might need to work on him a little more. <laughs> yeah, they got some yeah, yeah. a whole lot more. Yeah, they got summer school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, I mean, and you know, that guy said, I think they said, I mean, I mean, he had, he had been active fighting, like, but he, I know he took some time off before. But it's just like no one on that side should ever, should beat you like that at all. Because didn't it, when this, that's the guy with the uh, his son is like 16 years old and was like, yo, dad, why don't you start training again the box, man? You're like you're losing yourself or whatever. Like, yeah, that's that, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you let a guy like that beat your ass, like, come on, bro. Like, you had the damn whole Saturday night sitcom story beat you. 
<laughs> that's literally a, a king and queen storyline. Like, come on.
Uber. <laughs> what you go? You go? Are you gonna drive him home, or is he gonna get the Uber? <laughs> you know, fly on spirit back to wherever you came from. God damn it! Deepest, darkest barn, wherever you those boxing skills crawled from. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I mean, I'm I'll give him a card. Like, listen, when you get to like 25 and one and one. You know, you you know, and you look like you've approved. Just give us a call. We may use you as another opening bout uh, body. <laughs> oh, he's opening b- b- body. I'm about. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, but I mean, that's just. I mean, granted, that's part. That's probably a minor, minor upset. You know, but hey, it's the theme. Which it was also a little feel good story, you know. He he had the you know they try to pull out your heartstrings early on these top rank cards. You know, last time they had like what the substitute teacher or they had the teacher, preschool teacher or something. Where where he knocked the guy out. So they <laughs> yeah, they tug at your heart. So you know, okay, because they got they got to sell the product, man. Yeah, you can always sell a jobber with a story. Yeah, you can. And especially this one in our main event. Well, it, it will. Technically, this person in our amendment is not really a jobber, um, but he, he is. Uh, Maybe they he probably is, try to cheat him that way. Yeah, that's also facts too. Jackal right, he's jobber to the star level. That's what they like. Yeah, I think he's kind of worn out from that trilogy on the zone. Ah, yeah, yeah. Let's go pull the trigger on this one. Let's let's yeah. Right. Let's and this fight. Yeah, Mira, I think Maloney is one of the top ranks. I mean, quote unquote champions. Like I said before, Maloney is a regular. Well, uh, 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 interim game stop champ. Yeah, nah. you're right. You're right. You know, but I mean, but, I mean, belt, the, the Marshall's belt, the the Win Dixie yeah. Championship, whatever the fuck. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's that's they, they, you know, they were thinking, oh, it's the first title fight. I'm like, yeah, they were milking the fuck out of that shit. You know, like you, you could you could probably take a sh- uh, play a drinking game with how many times they mentioned that shit. <laughs> kill these drinking games. They, they got the Furies, the lineal champion <laughs> drinking game. <laughs> or drink, 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 drink. How many times they show the damn footage of Fury sending Wilder to the bushes? You know. Oh man. Yeah. Or how many times they mentioned that fight? Never mind showing it. Mentioning that fight. You know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Top break. Top break likes to beat you over the head with some shit sometimes. The other the other drinking game they got is uh it, it, it's a guest feature uh, uh drinking game. It's the one where Max Kellermaster asked Ward during a Kovalev uh, uh telecast how how many times Ward you know destroyed his mind mentally in the fight. <laughs> you know you, you you get lit if you play that game. Um, not as lit as the PBC uh, drinking game where you count how many headbutts Sean Porter gonna initiate. <laughs> you know, that's always a classic, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, but no, this fight though on paper, I mean, it was a good fight on paper and it lived up to it. It was a fantastic, bloody fight. And this was Maloney's American debut too, which was even more. You know, he had his regular title, his GameStop title, and it was American debut. And it was a hell of a fight though. I mean, it was, it, was, it was close. I mean, to me, it was like close to like maybe the first seven rounds or so. Like, and then Franco just took over. Yeah, you know, Franco, and I think Franco developed, because after the fights with Oscar Negrete, you know, I think he, he developed his tank, you know, his, his, and he did, he he tapped into it and beat the shell of Maloney. Like, it wasn't even like, you know, cuts over. Yeah, by the fourth round came, 
it's like he started kind of asserting himself even more and it's like okay like mm-hmm. and it started feeling the momentum shift in the fourth yeah and so then yeah, when the seventh came yeah it was like almost a wrap at that point yeah and uh, Maloney and Maloney kept on going kept on coming forward though but that's but honestly in the 11th round where a knockdown happened like where Franco like hit him with like four or five punch combinations you know and do went to the carriage I thought the referee should have called it off yeah I thought it was done too yeah, I was, I was like, you know, and then, but he, he let him out for the fourth round, you know, and Franco was like still punching him around a little bit. Um, Maloney, he tried, he tried to hold and shit like that, but he just, I don't think he had enough in this gas because I thought he, he thought he could outlast him. But yeah, when I he mean, pulled, Maloney was throwing some hard shots in the first half of the fight. Like, he was yeah, really he was. He was. off and end that shit. He 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 was getting some work in the, the first half of the fight, yeah. and then the, it was a tale of two halves. Then he became he became a card carrying back foot boxing member. Yeah, oh, <laughs> because Frank Franco is like Franco kind of took his best shit and dished it back out harder. Like like he was Bishop. Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> That like he really was like he like he was able to he, and the thing is he wasn't getting blown out in the first half so he was staying competitive. It's like what you it was like he was fighting the way you want to see Danny Garcia fight. Yeah, you know basically stay you know, competitive without somebody outworking the hell out of you, but still beat him up and then stop him type shit. Exactly, instead of relying on maybe one punch to try to get you out of there. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and I'm a, I'm a Swift fan so. So, so you know, I'll just be honest, but yeah, Franco had a good game plan. He worked the body. He had a lot of great uppercuts. Uh, these hooks, like it was just one of those just up and down ass whoopings, man. Like, yeah, it's hard to say. It, it's, it's different. It, it's hard to say a fight's an ass whooping when the fight start out competitive and half the fight's good. Mm-hmm. Well, By the end of the fight, you felt like you saw a different fight. Yeah, yeah. The fight looked like an ass whooping. Yeah, yeah, man. Maloney was all fucked up in the game, man. Like he, he like that that dude was just that dude was just severely beaten up too. And I'm thinking to myself, so I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is. And I, I was like, yeah, he got it. You know, I was like, and then we we hear the, the scores read. You Ooh. know, yeah. And th- and this is another thing with with the Vegas judges on these on these damn shows, man. It's been fucked up. You know, you had Julie Letterman, who's notorious for her scores. You know, scores fight one fifteen, one twelve, which is a respectable score. I, I can, that's a good score. And then you have Dave Moretti and Patricia Jarman with their one fourteen, one thirteens, which pretty much means the knockdown. Um, yeah, they were trying to give the yeah, fight away to the other. Yeah, dude. yeah. Um, you know, like my rule of thumb is, you know, where you fucked up when Julie Letterman has the best scorecard of the of the three of you. Right, <laughs> you know every, you know everybody else fucked up. Yeah, because that wasn't no down the wire could go either way type of fight. Like the, yeah. this wasn't fucking, <laughs> this wasn't Spence Porter. This wasn't Golovkin Dervianchenko where a knockdown made the difference because <laughs> these niggas was all they could handle. Nah, this was like a pretty definitive ass whooping and a knockdown. Yeah, it was a competitive fight that, you know, that someone broke away and showed a level. And, you know, put, yeah. put, put, put it, it was Badu Jack and um um and what's that dude uh the it was Badu Jack and the Gill without getting knocked down. <laughs> Word. 
the second half came, he just boom, boom, ass whooping. I'm surprised Franco didn't stop him because I really thought he was going to stop him. A different really? referee might have stopped it though. Exactly, and, I, and I, I, was, I was thinking that was that was coming. I was like, there's no way because Maloney was getting the ass Refs from the school of Steve Smoger <laughs> <laughs> and Frank Cappuccino and <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think Arthur McKinty was another one who who would you would get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like the fight was definitive as fuck. <laughs> He'd still let you just get your ass worked. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not coming back from this one. Yeah, we could stop it. Like, ain't no one's gonna say yeah, man. Ref should have stopped it. Like, shit, that that ref will come to your house and start a fight. Then, <laughs> like, you know what? I I got this nigga outside. You talking about I should have I stopped it too early. <laughs> He'd be in the house like, daddy, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, yo, that yo, I, come on, the zone. I'm giving y'all niggas like, like skits now. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, you know, this, this is this is all good shit right here. Yeah, just imagine somebody talking about. <laughs> we, we, you just have a fighter always complaining about getting stopped early, and then it's like you have a referee just make it defensive as fuck. The dude try to complain later, and the ref and the fighter back out is is outside his house. Like, nah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying, but I mean, kudos to Franco for you know for get, for winning the GameStop title and most likely taking that title back to the zone, where of course where, where the likes of Taco Tito actually resides. So, um, ooh, ooh, he was the fight Chocolate Tito. Damn. And the funny thing is too, because Maloney had to win, or because Maloney was the mandatory for Chocolate Tito, like he was gonna have to face Chocolate Tito like soon. But because of because of that happening, so Chuck T was actually free to actually pursue like a unification first before going after like a Franco. Estrada. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, uh, I don't. I, I, I would be a good fight. I don't think it's happening though soon. I, I mean, I'm trying to look at the rankings and see who what would be a feasible fight otherwise. I just don't see that happening. Chocolate T. What fight happening? Franco and uh, Chocolate Tito. Yeah. Yeah, the Estrada fight is probably going to happen first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for, for, for um for Franco, hmm, maybe he could fight. Uh, is hold up, is is Quadra still at one fifteen? Yeah, they all are. Yep. Oh, okay. If it, I, 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 I was just gonna say I don't remember the last time he fought. Yeah, like uh, I, feel I, like that's, I feel like Franco and Quadras is a good fight. That is, that is. Or, but but Quadros kind of fell off though. That's what I'm saying. Like, is he back? Like, or, if you're trying to give Franco a a, a a name fighter that he could beat, and you're trying to not milk it, but just give him a good fight, a good yeah. a solid yeah. defense. Yeah, the last time Quadros was he, he fought, he was on the Fury Otto Valen card. Oh damn! Did he lose him? He almost lost. Yeah, he almost lost. lost. Yeah, he didn't look good. Yeah, I remembered something. Or, yeah, like, yeah. Cause he lost. He won a majority decision, but he only like he he like won on two on two, on two of the cards. Like he didn't look. Yeah, good. yeah. Like it was a uh, a little engine that think he could or some type of yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah. Quadras is yeah, Quadras is declining. Like I mean, I mean he's dec- he's cl- he's declining fast. You know. So I mean, I'm pretty sure the WA will probably do some shit. But I mean, Franco obviously he does. I mean, if he if Shakhtar actually gets by Estrada, it gets unifies. 
you know, then most likely Franklin will probably be next after that. And back to the drawing board for Maloney right now. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, Maloney was all like, you, like, I remember too. It was like, why is the camera showing him with his head down? Just the point, like his face was like he knew he, he lost, me fucked up. But then afterward, you heard that. I mean, he was throwing up all over the place and like that, and, and he was like dizzy and like, oh crap, this guy has a brain bleed. Wow. Yeah, he had, he had busted eardrums. Two of them, like I never yeah, heard two of them. Yeah, you right. He did say busted. Yeah, because you know what? When they had him on the fucking um on Thursday, when you seen him again, it's like his face was still looking beat up. Yeah, jeez. Like, yeah, like Franco beat the hell. Of him. Like, look, this is with punches. This wasn't no like it's different. This wasn't like Ricky Hatton Costa Zoo where it was one of those all around beatings where headbutts, <laughs> clinches, grapples, yeah, he punches. Too. I heard he was puking. Yeah, he was oh, puking. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was thinking. I was like, I hope, because, you know, usually when you see that, it's like you think of that Tadesha fight from last year. You know, you're like brain blades, like maybe, or or he had something. Like, I mean, it was, it was bad. Like, it was just straight up punching. It was just fisticuffs did that. You know, just so. Repeatedly, like, yeah, eesh, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, pretty much is, uh, yeah, so, I mean, luckily, you know, it's just busted eardrums. I mean, two busted eardrums in that fight. My goodness. Like how, how, I don't know how he actually stood up, you know. For, you know, if he could. maybe it's gonna hurt him in the long run going on that final round. I mean, I, I know, uh, I know. Probably, probably one of the few boxing injuries I know I ever picked up from someone was getting punched in my getting punched in my ear again. A bust, again, eardrum I thought was busted because you don't feel right. Like you know, you get out of that ring, either you, everything's like feels like it's hollow. Or you feel like you know you have a little problem with your balance, but you know it's not it's not it's not a good feeling. You know I think it, it, I think it took me a couple of days for my ears to get to my ear get back to normal. You know so I, I was like I already knew. Like, I, I would never know how that feel. The only thing I've ever had was like you ever get like a cut on the ear, like a slash or something. That's yeah, kind of yeah. I've, I've I've had a cut on the top of my ear. It's fucking annoying. Like if you have it like on the inside, like on the little Yeah, any water that gets into it, it like stings like times a hundred. Swear, yeah. but just anytime you touch oh my goodness, the, the damn cut in the ear is like the most annoying fucking mm-hmm. cut. Right. And I think and I, and I know just like the guy that I remember that gave it to me, like he could crack he could crack, like do him with headshots, like clean headshots, and I was and he was wobbling me. I was like, This dude has some different power. Right, damn. Like I mean No wonder you don't want it. <laughs> Nigga, what? Yeah. All that, dude, that dude, quick hands and saving you. What's happening? Well, shit. Like, I mean, I felt someone who was actually rocking me with some shit. Like, boom. Like, I mean, damn. Like, so, Bane, you met your Thanos that day. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes some niggas like have the punch that affects you a different way. Mine was I got out of that sparring session. And my you know, my you know, ear was all my ear was fucked up. My hair was a little fucked up. You know, you know, it was a, it was, it was a wicked thing. What man. was fucked up on him? Like, I hope you. I mean, you threw a couch at him or something. Like, I mean, <laughs> nigga, I was, I, I was. That, I mean, nigga, that was like two hundred and fifteen pound me. That was not a, you know, that wasn't a bulked up. Where you know, that was two hundred fifty pounds. That was lean. That was Yo, lean. this nigga said like he he said, you know what, um. That, that, you, you know, this was slim Anthony Joshua. This wasn't my bolt double Anthony Joshua. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you still being? Like, the fuck are you? 
I mean, so, I mean, like I said, I mean, and and he and he wasn't my weight though. I mean, it was someone that was actually a little less that, that was that weight less than me. He was fucking. Oh cracking. damn! Oh damn! You shouldn't have told me that. Oh. Yeah, no, it wasn't a guy my size. <laughs> I mentioned before, like the harsh person that hit me was like fucking 170 fucking pounds. Yeah, nah, any, uh ear injuries do suck though. Now nah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I don't want to be hit there. No, you don't. It's it's brutal. Too. Yeah, I know Maloney was probably in there when he watched his first brother fight. Right, he was all fucked up. Right? Probably, probably, probably even worse than because the worst. I've taken was like you ever get the cut like right under your hairline. That shit is the worst. Like she leaks. You, like anytime you get yeah, who who jabbed your fucking face off, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, 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 uh, it, it, it was a headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Not fun. Yeah. Damn, no. You know I boxed so long in my life, but I've never been headbutt. I've had I've been headbutt like the two times that I went that I didn't use any headgear fucking around and I got I got headbutted like just how close were you like what the fuck are y'all niggas doing like <laughs> what are you trying to like bruh like god damn because niggas was getting rough and rugged on the inside so I'm like you know what fuck it I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna fucking back up I'm gonna hold you back and then the nigga comes up and we like clash one of the niggas was a southpaw so yeah ugh this just sounds like some just horrible sparring matchmaking who, 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 who from top rank was there <laughs> what the fuck is going on <laughs> And you can say, okay, look, we gonna have a, a, a inside fighter who's a southpaw against a back foot boxer with a heart. It's gonna be <laughs> aggressive tonight. <laughs> Y'all niggas had a brawl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, though. but yeah, no, it was a you know, yeah, air injury sucked though. But yeah, you, you gotta get Franco's card. Like I said, Franco, like I said, his, those three fights gave him the experience he needed to actually fight like that. You know, and that's, like, that's why sometimes you can't be steering and maneuvering like this fucking pole position for Atari with these goddamn careers and trying to maneuver niggas away from punchers. Glitch. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, top rank, you know, lost another another top prospect, unfortunately, on national team. Although he gave a good account of himself. You know, yeah, he has nothing to be ashamed of. Like, nah, mm, I don't want to. You know, I'm not shitting on dude. He he nah, put up a nah, real good fight. fight. Yeah, it was a good. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing to shit on. It was a good fight. Yeah, and, and I don't think. I mean, I don't. I don't think we was even shitting on him. It's just you know he lost. Yeah, nah, it was a I mean, great he, fight. He, he could bounce back. Yeah, yeah. I just hope he don't have nothing, nothing too serious with the injuries. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I like his brother more though. I gotta say that, but but yeah. both good. Yeah, no. Speaking speaking of his brother, I mean, he his brother was the main event um, for the card on um, Thursday. Jason Maloney. Oh well, you know what? I want to fucking say this before you say that. Do you see a rematch happening with Franco and uh, Maloney? It, it could actually, it could. Because they did mention that he was like he was saying, "I'm hoping I get the rematch." But like, I, I mean, I I think. Uh, let me put it like this: I think it could be a rematch, but I don't think it's a rematch right away. 
Yeah, I can respect that. Yeah, I can fuck. Like I said, that's why I said like like what you could do is you could have you know while Chaco Tito is fighting whoever he's gonna fight, which looks like Estrada. You know, saying you could have Franco fight. You know, like the somebody in between them before what's his name before um, Maloney gets his rematch afterwards. So I'm saying like a, like a like a and not even like even if not a quadra, it's like a like a McWilliams Arroyo or somebody, and then. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucks with that plan. Yeah, and that allow Franco to get a, a title defense in, and yeah. yeah. So yeah, Maloney, I fucks with that. I, I, w- I wouldn't have Maloney rematch him right away after the beating he took. Nah, that would go two busted eardrums. Yeah. yeah, no. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta match him a little soft. You know. So, Top rank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't make the same Oscar Valdez mistakes, please. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, he just threw him in there uh, uh, a voluntary title defense from uh, Chocolatito. <laughs> yeah, because you know, that... Juan Estrada, yeah, Juan Estrada, get him down here, like yeah, okay. yeah, that... yeah, yeah. I just had to say that. I mean, we could go to the brother fight now. My bad. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, because because uh, that Andrew Maloney's too tough for his own fucking goods. So 